Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye bye. Hello there, it's Gabby here from Confidence After Cancer and I hope this finds you well. In this week's podcast, I've got a subject I've been really interested in for a long, long time, EFT or Emotional Freedom Technique. You may have heard of this or it may be new to you. It's also known as tapping and sometimes it looks a little bit crazy because it's just like tapping on meridian points. So it's working with energies in the same way, you know, Tai Chi or Reiki or so many healing modalities work with energy levels. I've also got for you a very interesting guest, Tanya A. Prince. She is an expert in EFT. I'm going to meet Tanya in a minute. Before we do, I am going to tell you a little bit about her background and why she is the best person for me to speak to about this today. So Tanya A. Prince is EFT founding master. She's an EFT international accredited certified master trainer of trainer and developer of mindfulness-based inner repatterning. She's an internationally recognized NLP trainer. She's also an EFT founding master, one of less than 29 in the world. And she's the developer of mindfulness-based inner repatterning. She has extensive experience of using both NLP, EFT, and mindfulness-based inner repatterning with clients and has worked on a vast range of issues. Tanya runs NLP courses. She also runs EFT practitioner, advanced practitioner, and mindfulness-based inner repatterning practitioner courses from the UK. Also, as well, she does this internationally online. Her courses are renowned for their depth and fun. She has extensive experience training people in EFT, having one of the longest established EFT training schools in the world with over 23 years of experience. Tanya is a leading innovator in energy psychology, having developed both mindfulness-based inner repatterning and deep state repatterning. She works internationally with clients throughout the globe and throughout the UK via the phone and internet. Her work has been featured on TV and radio shows both in the UK and abroad. She regularly presents at major international EFT and NLP conferences as well as having been a speaker at the TAT conference. I'm going to find out about what all these acronyms mean. She's also the authors of the Cutting Edge EFT book, EFT and Beyond. So she's obviously, you know, a founder member of bringing EFT or emotional freedom technique to the UK. And it's not been around that long. So it's quite a new thing to to a lot of people, but it is a tool a technique that a lot of coaches and healers that I know use as part of their toolkit to work with people because it can be used to really change a state or change the way that you feel in literally just a few seconds sometimes or just a few minutes. 
it's a way she, you know it's a tool that can be used for overcoming phobias but also a lot of what we talk about on the confidence after cancer podcast is about your state of mind and it can be confidence it can be living in fear it can be a whole range of things but these are all states of mind an EFT or emotional freedom technique is a very simple tool that anyone can learn you can follow along with Tanya on her website she's got some great demonstrations of how you can change the way you think about something you can change the way you feel about something in just a matter of minutes. So it's really wonderful. I'm going to meet Tanya. She's going to talk about her background, how she got into the work that she does, and how you can use it in your everyday life to help you feel better about yourself, to feel better about maybe any problems that you've got. And I'm hoping you're going to find it interesting because I'm fascinated by this subject. And as I say, yes, there's a lot behind it as with most of healing technology techniques or technologies there's a lot behind it but to use it is really really simple and so she's going to talk to us about this today if you're listening to this i hope you enjoy the podcast and um, we're also going to show this podcast on youtube so you can follow along with what she's demonstrating as we go but as i say i will put a link below this podcast in the show notes to tanya's youtube channel where you can see her doing demonstrations of uh, eft there's a lot of people that are doing EFT. She's not the only one, but obviously she's an expert in this. She's a master and she's a master trainer. So I think it's really interesting to listen to what Tanya's got to say. And let's head over now to meet Tanya and see what she's going to tell us about EFT. So see you on the other side. Bye. So welcome, Tanya, to this week's Confidence After Cancer podcast. It's so good to see you. How are you? I'm fine, Gabby, absolutely fine. And thank you for inviting me onto your show. No, no problem. I know EFT is something that I've had an interest in for such a long time. But some people watching this may not be aware of what EFT is, emotional freedom technique, which is what we're going to talk about. So can you, you're the expert, you explain in your words what it is, please. I mean, it's commonly referred to as a psychological form of acupressure. So we're tapping on acupoints, energy points on the body. But I'd say it's gone way beyond a psychological technique. It is actually a technique that works through the body to help us come back into balance. So, you know, if you think about some kind of issue you have, uh, if you feel stressed, you're not in balance. And so if you bring awareness to what is causing you the stress and then begin to tap on the acupressure points basically your system comes back to balance quite rapidly with that and it, there's not it's not that hard to do it's very simple to do and fantastic self-help technique it, why i say it's more than a psychological technique i get my head more in the center here <laughs> Why, why it's uh, more than a psychological technique is that we work a lot on physical problems as well uh, tends to be like chronic pain because often there's a lot of emotion there as in behind the scenes and it's showing up as physical and so we do a lot of work on that so we get some really good results right across the board yeah that sounds wonderful and I, I, my, I've experienced myself and I would um, testify to that it can be really quick to change the way that you feel about something but how did you get into this work that you do then Tanya tell us a little bit about your story my story I Really, if I really look far back, there's so many ways I could say this. But as a child, I was very shy, so shy that I couldn't even put my hand up in the classroom of other children because um, there was that fear going on inside. So I was shy, but confident. You know, you can have the two things in the same body, really. Yeah. 
you know, and, and as a consequence of that, uh, I actually skipped a lot of school because it was very uncomfortable for me to go to school. I, I would say I kind of had that kind of social anxiety to some degree. I, I didn't have any friends at school from no. about the age of 11 to 16. Um, so it was very isolating for me. And when I went to Sixth Form College, I did make some friends there, but again, didn't 100% turn around. And went to university, everything turned around, and I had loads of friends, friends everywhere. But when you have that kind of experience in life, it gives you a motivation to overcome that type of issue. And which I would see as a positive, it's a drive within you. At university, I did uh, science. I've got a degree in uh, chemistry. And I tell you an interesting thing about that is I worked this out years later. Part of that uh, fear that I had was a fear of making a mistake and then being ridiculed for it and the emotion that you have around that. So that was mm -hmm. part of the issue. And so if you think about going down a science route, it's kind of what we call black, white. There's yeah. a right answer and a wrong answer. Yeah. And you can learn that. And I, I worked out later on that I chose that route simply because of my emotional issue. <laughs> a lovely avoidance strategy to try and that I wouldn't be faced with that which is you know it's fight or flight it's a common survival strategy but I didn't realize that you know yeah. until years later so and actually what I realized when I went to university and one of the lecturers said oh well we've all got different opinions I lost interest <laughs> <laughs> and that's where years later it really dawned on me that's because it didn't serve the purpose of uh, right and wrong I no. couldn't study hard enough and be sure that I would get it right yeah you yeah know, thought, oh, that, that's interesting I, I've met many people who've chosen their career because of their emotional issues mm -hmm. but when I came out of university I mean I, I do love science I love that way of thinking but I didn't want to be in a laboratory um testing things very isolating and it wasn't the right career for me uh so i went into show business as you do and uh, was in a rock band and stuff like that a professional wow. band. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well i did say partly was shy but the other part certainly wasn't <laughs> yeah. uh, so i kind of as they say in ireland i think it's lived the life of riley you know, had a very unusual kind of career and had loads of fun. And, you know, we traveled through different countries. We performed, had a great time, did TV shows, and it was great fun, but I was still shy. You know, the, the yeah. interesting thing about that is that I was fine to perform and do that, and I could do it very naturally. But if I was in an interview, oh, yeah, that got me. And uh, <laughs> there is some embarrassing moment right out there. I'm not going to tell anyone where it is, but it was a TV show. <laughs> I'm sure I talked a little bit rubbish on it because it confuses your mind once you get mm -hmm. into the emotional state. And when I came out of show business, I thought, what do I really want to do with my life? And I went back to, I've always had an interest in self-development, I think because of what happened early. And I didn't realize, but my father was a hypnotherapist in the 1950s. And my mother had anxiety right. when I was a child. So again, our house was full of all these self-development books. And uh, I'd read them. And so when I thought, what do I really want to do with my life? I thought I want purpose. 
-hmm. I want something that really means something to me. And that to me was helping people. I see real value in helping people because there's a beautiful energy when you help people. You must know this yourself, Gabby, don't you? Yeah, Yeah, you get get so much back. Yeah, I find that definitely. Yeah, something very beautiful about that. And so I I really, that that so resonated with me. I want to help people. But there's another thing, Strand, there is, and I suppose that's why I went to university. I love learning. Mm-hmm. And I I love being, at, say, the cutting edge of something. You know, I don't want to just do something for the sake of it. I want to be really go out there to be the best I can doing that so I can give maximum value. That's important to me. You know, I thought about that and I, and I was kind of just coming into having a family at that point in time but because that's also important to me, mm-hmm. family, children and stuff like that. It's one of the reasons I came out of show business. It's not conducive yeah. to yeah. traveling everywhere and dragging a child. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, so I, I trained as a hypnotherapist, uh, which I love because it's the power of the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about controlling people but it's power of your own mind that you're in control of your mind in a a lovely way that's self-empowering and that was important to me I think again because of the issues I'd had when I was young and then I got introduced to neuro-linguistic programming I think I think they saw me come in all these trainers they'd always say to me look Tanya if you really want to be in this business you really need to do this of course yeah yeah, which which I appreciate that, that that they did that. They pointed me in all these directions. I, I did counseling and I, then I came across EFT. And I don't think too many people know this, but one of the people who brought EFT to the UK lives in the village that I live in. Oh, wow. Okay. A lady called Chrissy Hardestry. And now she was never a, a person who sought fame. You know, she was just a person who who really did work in a really good way behind the scenes and helped bring it to the UK and formed one of the first organisations. And when she was doing that, she actually got in touch with Gary Craig, the man who developed the technique. She phoned him up. So then, then, well, I think you can still phone him up anyway. So (laughs) she phoned him up and uh, because he was selling uh, tapes because it was so early days, this. And. Mm she was thinking about buying them because she was a hypnotherapist and she was thinking, oh, should I buy them? Should I not? Everyone's talking about this on the internet because very early days of the internet. Yeah. And she spoke with him and she decides to buy them these little tapes so that she can use it. And she says to me, "Uh, can I practice on you? Ah. (laughs) Which which I said, yeah, I mean, and she helped bring it to the UK and, uh, you know, so, I became aware of EFT from the quite early days, mm. but I was also very much in NLP at the time because neurolinguistic programming again is about how the mind works, you know, and about being in control. I say control, but that almost sounds like coercive, doesn't it? But mm. being in, control, in an empowered way for yourself. That's what I would say. Mm. You know, not letting the environment control you. You are beautifully in a place of control within yourself that i i think that's a lovely thing to look to be you know we can't always be it but <laughs> but yeah i was aware of eft from quite the early days and um you know i was hearing about all these results and i trained in it and i was one of the first people from europe joined with a group of people who went over to gary craig's house in america 
which was uh, an adventure in and of itself. It was he very graciously invited us to his home and he put on a training course for, for us. And uh, I remember going in his house and he lives in a very beautiful place and having to lift, lift the sofa, you know, <laughs> to create the space so he could sit I do appreciate that he did that for us in a very nice way, you know. And I think he, it was such early days for EFT, he really appreciated us coming over because it was at that point he didn't, I don't think he knew what he developed so much at that point, and he didn't know how far it would go. And yeah. so for these 15 people, mostly from Europe, to come over there to his place, I, I think he was just in awe that people had made that effort. Mm. And uh, very, yeah, i say a year or so after, he, he formed a program to find experts in EFT because it looks so simple, and it is simple. You know, people very people very new to it can tap on certain acupressure points, get some really good results. Yeah, However, yeah. Uh, what you have then is that people, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. And that's an interesting thing. So they thought they knew EFT, but there, there is much more to that. And as us as humans, there's also much more to us, isn't there, really? We can have layers and levels and things going on and blocks and sabotage, <laughs> all of those kind of things. There's so many layers, isn't there, to people. There can be complexity to people. Mm -hmm. So although EFT is the most fantastic technique and it can get very powerful, fast results, in fact, the fastest I've ever had a result working on any issue with EFT would be two minutes on a lifelong phobia of frogs, cockroaches and spiders. Two minutes it took. Yeah, lifelong. Wow. You know, and, it, and I know that that stayed yeah. with the person because I followed through with that and I followed up for weeks afterwards and that result stayed for two minutes, yeah? So it can get very fast results and often quite simple, but sometimes people have got issues that are a little bit more complex and that's where the knowledge and the skills and the training come in really, because then you've got to be able to work at that level. Back to your question, how did I get in there? <laughs> <laughs> it was a personal journey, yeah, and uh, I think sometimes I, I get so excited by all of this, yeah. It's a personal journey in part for myself, but also it's a journey that I just love to be in helping people, and, you know, I, I train a lot of therapists, and mm -hmm. I think, I've, you know, so I've been training people, therapists, in, or therapists and people who just want to know EFT for 23 yeah. years. Wow. You've trained a lot of people then because I know there's a lot of coaches that I know that I've worked with or they're in you know same social circles and they use EFT as part of their toolkit so they're not particularly just EFT people they do a wide range like you said NLP it's mm. uh, hypnotherapy it might be you know when they feel it appropriate with a client or with somebody that they're working with they can draw on the EFT and say either I'll do the EFT with you or I can teach you to do it yourself because it is so quick, the results that are just amazing, aren't they? Absolutely. And, and like you just said, there are a lot of people from the coaching profession come in because, mm -hmm. you know, emotions can come up or blocks can come up. And um, blocks basically are unconscious programs that we run. You know, um, we can be frightened of something, but want to get it as well, can't we? You know, yeah. and uh you really, when you're looking for change to occur within a person, you need to change at an unconscious level. Very difficult just to use willpower to push yourself forward uh, because you're fighting the unconscious blocks. And 
EFT is a great technique for doing that, for clearing stuff like that. But it's also a great technique for managing emotion in the moment. You know, if you're a therapist and working in the therapy field, or if you're just a person in general life, yeah, if a big emotion comes up, I mean, the best tool, one of the best tools you can have is EFT. You can tap on some acupressure points and often it will bring you back to balance, but it will have shifted something within you. So it's not bringing you back to balance and that problem lives to fight you another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not suppressing it. You're yeah, dealing yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big difference, isn't it? You know, yeah. it when, when, see, EFT works by tuning into a problem and then tapping and rebalancing the system. Now, once you have an emotion come up, generally you're quite well tuned in, aren't you? You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult to pull your mind away from a, a, quite an intense emotion. So you tap at that point. You don't have to do too much more than that, other than tap on a variety of points, a set. Yeah. number of points and often it just brings you to balance and often it will shift something at a deeper level within you you know so EFT is kind of an essential tool for people who work in the therapy field I would say it is at least and I have people from all areas who come in and want to learn this mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah I can see how that and you just made me think then when he said about programming because I know a lady who's a coach who used to be a computer programmer and she yeah. says, well, I used to program computers and now I program people. And it's just what you've talked about. It's those programs we're running that we're so yeah, don't even know that we're running. And it could be, you know, experiences, all our life history that have brought us to the place we are now. And we are running those subconscious programs. And that's great if those programs are serving you and mm. making you happy and you've got a happy, fulfilled life. But most of us have got issues that we still would like to deal with or like to resolve or things we'd like to work on. So, and I'm like you, I'm a lifelong learner. I like to learn things. I don't want to think, oh, one day I'll know it all and I can. I won't have to read a book anymore. I want to keep learning. I want to stay interested in life. So I just love what you've just been talking about. It's amazing. Yeah, and, and to your point, you know, when I made the decision to come into the therapy field or self-development field, one of the, it goes right to what you said. I love learning and I wanted to study so I could keep studying yeah. and learning and continue with that, which I do. I do a tremendous amount of study. I actually, because uh, I am self-employed and mm -hmm. run business and I have run for many years, I get up early in the morning and I go and study more because I want to really be, you know, I want to know yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, I think it's very important as a person in my field that you understand how trauma impacts us as well, mm -hmm. you know, and how trauma can be connected to disease and illness and stuff like that. And uh, therefore, how can you help yourself? How can you bring yourself back to balance and stuff like that? It's yeah. all very important stuff. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I was talking to a lady called Karen yesterday in the States, and she works with cancer survivors. And she was saying there was a study that said, I think, 82%, it was 80-something, 80 82% of cancer patients were suffering with PTSD because the diagnosis itself is a traumatic event. And then if you've had surgery and chemotherapy and just life after cancer, a lot of cancer patients are dealing with trauma. And they might not even recognise it as that. You know, some people are so quick or very keen to jump back to their old life after they finish mm -hmm. treatment. And that's fine, absolutely fine. If that works for them, I, I, you know, there's no judgment here. But so many people that I work with struggle with that because they're different and they've been through this experience 
and they may not have got the tools and techniques and the strategies to help them move forward. And that's what I like to help them with. And I know EFT could be such a major tool for that. I really do. Right, absolutely. And I see why they would, a lot of people would have post-traumatic stress disorder because, you know, uh, you know yourself what you went through during that period. And although they, they kind of, people always infer that time heals, I don't think it always does heal. Yeah. I think you know, quite often we just learn to push it down more. And, you know, because many a person has come into my private clinic and they've said, well, I've dealt with this. And then we get a couple of minutes talking and floods of tears come up, yeah, which is showing really all they've managed to, I mean, they managed to cope, yeah, but they've managed to push it down and then it just comes up. Uh, I think EFT, that's where EFT really comes into its own because we want to make sure that the mind's processed out those traumas, uh, whether they be mini traumas or major traumas. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people don't recognize the mini traumas. Uh, you know, we recognize the biggie stuff. Mm. But a lot of little traumas in that path when you've been diagnosed with something like cancer, isn't it? You know, and I'd also say even the word cancer. Many yeah. people are terrified, aren't they? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and uh, one of the things we can do with EFT is actually make it that they're not terrified of that word. You know, that yeah. they're able to say yeah. it, you yeah. know, uh, uh, so in my clinic, when I've been working with people who've had stuff like that, you know, you, you can tap on the side of the hand. And I wouldn't say the word first off because it would bring up such a big emotion. Yeah. Right. So more like I tap on. So even though I'm frightened of that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it kind of more gently comes toward it. And then as you're beginning to bring the intensity down in a more gentle way, by the end, once you're getting really closer to it you can actually say the word but you have to do it i always say do it in the most gentle safe way for the person you're working with uh you know especially when the person's been through so much you want to keep it as gentle as possible oh that's lovely yeah that's lovely. But that, and, yeah and i know you, you i know from talking to you before the eft can be used in so many situations to deal with so many different things but this is the confidence after cancer um podcast so if somebody wanted to work on their confidence how would you use EFT for that? Well, EFT works by tuning in to the problem, you know. So if you're working on your confidence, you know, maybe you have a thought in your mind. And when you think that thought, you feel something physically that's uncomfortable. Yeah. So really all you have to do, one of the way, one of the ways, there's many ways, yeah, is actually tune into the thought. And the way to do EFT, and I'm going to do a kind of a, the structure of EFT first, yeah, which okay. is literally you tap and say, even though I have this problem, yeah, yeah, I accept I feel this. If you're dealing with a feeling, yeah, yeah, you do that three times, even though I have this problem, I accept I feel this. Do you have to say it out loud or can you say it in your mind? We generally say it out loud, but the reason for that is to stop the mind strain. Yeah. So you yes. stay tuned into it. Yeah. So in circumstances where you can't do that, you could do it silently in your mind. All right. That would be perfectly mm -hmm. fine to do. And we do this a third time, even though I have this problem. I accept I feel that. And then we tap this problem, just tuning into the problem. This problem under the eye, this problem under the nose, this problem on the chin, this problem collarbone this problem 
and under the arm roughly about four inches <laughs> I got that. <laughs> and then breathe in we often breathe in and breathe out and just check now when i think that thought how intense is this feeling in fact, before you do that round, it's often worthwhile to set up a way to monitor your feedback. So you think the thought, yeah. notice the feeling. I think, oh, how bad is that feeling? A lot to 10 right now. <laughs> 10 is the worst it's ever been. What is it right now? Oh, it's a six. Yeah. You do that round of EFT. Yeah. And then you go, all right, now when I think that precise thought, how intense is the feeling? All right. And you repeat what I just did then. Now, I use the word this problem to represent the problem just then. Now, it could be you, but generally we would tune into the real issue itself. Yeah. So it could be. So even though when I think of the boss, I have this <laughs> butterflies in my stomach. Quite <laughs> common a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're often triggers that relate to something else as well. So even though when I think of the boss, I have these butterflies in my stomach, I accept I feel that. Yeah. Repeat yeah. two more times. Even though when I think of the boss, I have these butterflies in my stomach. I accept I feel that. Even though when I think of the boss, I have these butterflies in my stomach. I accept I feel that. And then you just do, when I think of the boss, I have these butterflies in my stomach. Under the eye, when I think of the boss, I have these butterflies in my stomach. On the chin, when I think of the boss, I have the but these butterflies in my stomach. And under the arm, when I think of the boss, I have these butterflies in my stomach. And then you breathe in and you breathe out. And you check, now when I think of the boss, how intense are those butterfly feelings in my stomach? Yeah. Now, it might be that you don't have a butterfly feeling anymore but you have some other sensation so that and it's still when you think of the boss so then you modify your language slightly to target that yeah and you keep going until when you think of the boss it's <laughs> all right you know uh he's just the boss just a person yeah now it yeah. might be sometimes once we're getting triggered by an individual it's really related to something else in our life you know, and suddenly you say a teacher from school pops up or maybe your father was a bit strict or something like that. And they pop to mind. What that's happening there is your mind saying, oh, oh this is connected. You need to clear this as well. <laughs> yeah. and suddenly you just use the EFT then to clear that. Yeah. Uh, so when I think of my dad, I got this. Yeah. That's one way of working. So mm -hmm. it can be a very beautiful way of working and very empowering and what i would say it does is it's in a way processes out the past and allows us to be more present in this moment uh, and live yeah, a more rich life yeah uh, it's also great for just stress in general you know mm. if, if you know you can work physically through the body say i don't know Gabby, if you were to scan, because I mean, you, you're working, you're working person. <laughs> you're sat yeah. in I don't know if there's any tension in your body right now or anything like that. I'm not conscious of it, but we were talking before about the experience that I had when I went to a gong bath. So sometimes yeah. I think you're just so used to it and you just think this is normal. It's only when it stops that you realize, oh my goodness, I was really tense before. Yeah. Well, absolutely true, isn't it? You don't tend to what, tend to notice what has been normal for you. You just Oh, that's it yeah all right but one of the ways of using EFT is just to scan down and think all right any tension here yeah all right mm. and you might feel oh there's this tightness in my shoulders mm -hmm. yeah 
And then you can tap on, even though I got this tight feeling in my shoulders, I accept I feel that. Again, even though I have this tight feeling in my shoulders, I accept I feel that. Even though I have this tight feeling in my shoulders, I accept I feel that. And then we come around this tight feeling in my shoulders, side of the eye, the tight feeling in my shoulders, under the eye, this tight feeling in my shoulders, under the nose, the tight feeling in my shoulders, on the chin, the tight feeling in my shoulders. And again, this tight feeling in my shoulders <laughs> and under the arm, the tight feeling in my shoulders. It's a very simple way of doing EFT. Then you can breathe in and breathe out. After you'll find a relaxation that comes with that. Yeah. So you can do body scanning and it's very beautiful for doing that. Um, many, many different ways of applying EFT. Mm -hmm. That's lovely. I do actually I can feel my shoulders have gone down. I didn't know it was like that before, but I clearly was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I've heard that many a time. The yeah. interesting thing is when I work with people, I, um, and, you know, I, they come in through often very serious things, you know, big emotional things that have gone on, whatever that might be. And I've had many clients said, you know, this might seem strange. That's because it's unusual for them. And they said, yeah. actually, I feel taller. And think about that. Yeah, you would do. Emotional, yeah, yeah, emotional baggage impacts the physiology, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. literally weighing you down. We say that expression without thinking yeah. about yeah. it, yeah. And it's yeah. if you're feeling a bit down and depressed, mm. for sure we're we're not really straight, you know, and we can yeah, slump yeah. forward a bit, you know, certain physiologies go with certain emotional states. And so, yeah, I, I love it when clients say that. It's just so shocking to them, but in a good way. You know, I feel taller. Yeah, <laughs> Another what? But that's fabulous. Feel taller, yeah. Walk taller. It, it's all, yeah, even the language is, more confident, more present, more being yourself, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The other common saying is, I feel, I feel so light. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. emotional baggage, in a way, we feel it as weight often, you know, and it's often we're carrying this weight on our shoulders. And as you tap, or you can even tap on, so even though I've got this big heavy weight on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, these things can shift uh, in mm. such a beautiful way. And, you know, I've seen some pretty amazing results. But confidence, I think it's an essential tool for confidence. You know, um, so much you can do. And I think, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, you might have certain thoughts, person might have certain thoughts that trigger this kind of uncomfortable feeling. You can target those uncomfortable thoughts. Yeah. And... Um, you know, there's so much you can do with it. And I've only just touched on the edge of a few ways of using EFT. There are many ways of applying EFT. Yeah, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Love it. I love the work that you do. And I was going to, and my, next, my last question for you today is going to be, you know, if people want to know more, how can they find out more about working with you or about the work that you do? I've been looking on your YouTube channel and that's great for people to just follow along. If they're not yes. quite sure what's, it, what's this all about, they can follow along some of the demonstrations you've got on there. But how can people best get in touch with you, Tanya, if they want to know more? Well, they can go to my website, which is www.tanya.com. 
And on there, you'll find uh, a lot of the training courses that I run because I train uh -huh. people in these techniques. Cool. I train them to be able to use this in their everyday life. Or if mm -hmm. they want to be a therapist, I, I train that as well. So that's a great place to find out information about me. And I spoke to you earlier on about the fact we're very shortly setting up a retreat in Spain. Oh, um, now you're talking. That's, yeah, you're oh, talking yeah. my language, yeah. <laughs> I know. Because I, I think once you're looking for development and change sometimes it's really good to have that space to do it in so normal life is not rushing around you so you've just got that time that stillness and you can yeah. focus on you in that beautiful way so you know that that's a self-development retreat and uh, i'm really looking forward to that because um, I, I love doing that kind of work and i think it's such a beautiful location as well being in rural spain you know, and I, I told you earlier on the actual place that we're running from with my colleague. Uh, uh, Lucia, yeah. Beautiful. About two doors, two doors away from that, because it's a nice big place, multi-levels. Two doors away from that lives a horse. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as you do, the neighbour's a horse. Okay. <laughs> don't get that in manchester no <laughs> no not generally do you so it's kind of an interesting kind of you know just a natural in many ways there's many elements of that back to nature a little bit more you know rural living in a but just nice you know so we will be doing that my, my website will have all the information yeah. whether people want to train as a therapist or whether they just want to come in as someone who wants to learn the techniques to use for themselves for themselves yeah you know i've only touched on how you can use it today there is so much you can do with this in such a fantastic way really mm -hmm. absolutely it's a fascinating subject i think we'll maybe do another podcast and talk some more about different aspects of it i will put the link to your website and your youtube channel underneath the show notes here that so if anybody's watching or listening to that they don't know how they can find out more but it's been absolutely wonderful to talk to you today i do feel my shoulders are down i didn't know they were up but now they're down so thank you for that yeah and thank you for sharing that thank you gabby for having me on your show there's so much we could talk about as regards to the area you're working well maybe we'll do the next podcast in spain yeah how would that be I know. <laughs> Why don't you? That, that's a challenge. I'd love that. Love I'd love that. You would love. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tanya. Yeah. Speak soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast with Tanya as much as I did. Such an interesting topic, EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. As we talked about there, a lot of coaches and therapists use EFT as part of their toolkit to help change states yeah, really quickly. You know, Tanya talked about how she's a help people to overcome phobias but you don't need to have to have a phobia to be able to use EFT you can use it and um, you can follow along on YouTube or there's lots of courses there's lots of free stuff that you can access and I'll put a link to Tanya's YouTube channel below this um, where you can just tap along you can decide yourself an issue or something that's bothering you that you'd like to work on and just try it for yourself see the results that you can get so quickly in five ten minutes I, I've worked on things in the past before problems that were really bothering me I would say 10 out of 10 where it, I was all consumed by something just five minutes of tapping on that following the little routines it's such a calming lovely way to calm down your nervous system shut up that little chattering monkey mind that we've all got that's running programs we're not even aware of and really getting 
back in touch with your body and its natural state and how it should be, how you should feel when you're relaxed. So it was a lovely chat with Tanya and um, she's a lovely tool that she's got there. I'd really highly recommend emotional freedom technique. There's a lot of people that do it. You can find somebody online that you'd like to follow. But I love Tanya's way of explaining it, making it so simple, so accessible to anybody. It doesn't cost anything. Just have a look on YouTube, follow along with some of her videos, and please let me know how you get on with it. Um, I'm also really interested in her retreat that she's going to be running in Spain. I think she's running it in October this year and maybe doing one next year. And if I can, that's going to be something that I'm going to be attending. So I shall let you know about that. Thank you so much for listening, as always. It's lovely to hear from you. I hope you're enjoying the Confidence After Cancer uh, podcast series. So many aspects to Confidence After Cancer because we're all different. We've all been on different journeys. But one of the ladies I spoke to yesterday, Karen, said something that's really stuck with me. And she said she does similar work to me. She works with cancer survivors. And she said there's research that 82% of cancer survivors are suffering with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And that is, if you know anything about that, I don't really, but I'm learning, that is quite a serious thing to deal with. So quite often when we finish our cancer treatment, people will expect you to shrug off what you've been through and just move on with life or move back to the person that you were before and if you're struggling with that there's nothing wrong with you my love it's a completely natural response to the the stress and the trauma that you've been through and so there are many many ways that we can work together to get you to the place you want to be into the to leading the life that you're meant to live you know none of us survive cancer to struggle or to be unhappy yet my life is not 100% bliss all day long i'm like everyone i've got ups and downs and challenges but i've learned so many ways to make those a small part of my life and to really enjoy every day because that's what we're here to do isn't it so i hope you enjoy the rest of your day thank you so much for listening to me get in touch with me if i can help you in any way you know where i am confidenceaftercancer.co.uk take care stay safe stay safe bye bye